What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, Noah's favorite podcast, Man Card Podcast. And we are going to start this week off with a quote of the week. Surprise, surprise. Noah, go right ahead. What's up, guys? Just here in my garage in the Hollywood Hills, just bought this new Lamborghini. But you know what I like more than material things? Knowledge. Tony Robbins. Hit it. going on everybody welcome back to the show thank you Noah, for that lovely quote uh today is a special episode we are going live on instagram for the very first time and right now we have zero people watching as of five minutes ago so hopefully yep. we got one person out there we'll see L- I, lucky guy or gal i think i think it really comes down to it's just a representation of our normal viewership yeah so that normal viewership is around zero <laughs> So as long as that's cons- as long as we're consistent, consistency is king. It's all that matters. Speaking of consistency, making sure you're consistent throughout your life, and that's really the topic of this episode: boundaries. Please take it away, <laughs> because I, like I said, I am taking. I'm ta- you're taking the lead on this one. I will that's follow okay. behind Mitchell, because Mitchell this will backseat your, drive this one. This was your idea, so I will let you take a hold because boundaries. I, I don't have any. Well, see. <laughs> I, I believe that because of all of the stories that you've told about almost getting in fights and all like just getting pissed off. Do you have road rage real bad? I only have. Okay. So if someone cuts your, your uh, car would say otherwise, <laughs> they can't hear over my non muffler um, road rage. If someone actually comes close to hitting me or something stupid that can threaten my life. Yeah. I get pissed. There was, okay. there was one time in the car I was with my sister and we were pulling out of like, a Wendy's we didn't even get Wendy's but we we're pulling out of like a Wendy's parking lot and some dude comes across the lane and literally one inch away from nailing my car like I was stopped there's no reason he should have done if there's so one thing you you have you hold very high in your oh, level my, of my baby it's my, your baby Rosie Rosie my baby Rosie well, what what color is your car for all of those people who aren't astute enough to put Rosie with a color Rosie red Rosie Red. Rosie Red. Do you call her Rosie Red? Oh, or I call, no, I just call her Rosie. Just Rosie. Yeah, just Rosie. But um, this dude got like an inch away from my car. Like I literally, I thought I was getting hit, and there's no reason for him to get that close. And so like I got, I was just, I wasn't having it that day. I turned right around. I took a right, went back into the Wendy's parking lot, saw that he went into the drive-through, and I pulled up right next to him. And I just started staring at him until like he looked at me, and then you know he rolled down his window and he's like, "Excuse me." I was like, "Dude, you got like a." foot away from my car there was no need for that like why why so close he's like oh i didn't even know i wasn't paying attention i was like yeah no shit and then i drove off yeah that just, we're gonna look back on that many years from now and we're gonna be like man we were we were idiots for yeah. being so upset because ellie gets on to me quite a bit about getting frustrated in the car now now of course let me caveat this you know if she is listening i'm sure she's gonna contradict me but I always find that when I'm in the car, I get appropriately upset at situations. I'm never getting like road rage to the point where I'm speeding and like going like gunning after somebody. Yeah. I, I always do. I'm like, you cut me off. I'm gonna say what the heck out loud in the car. And then Ellie's like, No, come on, don't get so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she is a much more sensitive person than I am, so 
see me so you brought up you know um we'll look back on it and you know be like why did we get so mad that was so dumb yeah i've had situations in my life and we talked about fights and stuff that i look back and i wish i did more than i have. oh really because like, like the two what three podcasts ago i talked about the dude that threw me on the floor in basketball game frankly you let that slide yeah frankly i wish i would have hit him i wish I, I look back now and i wish I kind of, you know, didn't because just did, let that Was happen. there any ramifications for him? Like, did he no, get kicked no, out of the game no, or the league? Or the... As, I, as that story went on, he got away with it completely, 100%. Really? 100%. And, and that was in a public Public basketball, gym. yeah. Okay. Refs and everything. So I look back and I'm like, if I could go back, maybe I would have done something more. But And maybe later I would have regretted it. But right now I sit back and I'm like, yeah, should have swung. Should have done something. Or maybe did a yeah. cheap play back to him. But anyway. Well, I, I definitely agree with the going back and doing more idea. Because there are multiple instances. And now, once again, I've said this on the podcast before. I don't ever want to go back. Or, I'm sorry, I don't want to live a life looking back and saying, man, if I had only, I wish yeah, I you had. Don't wanna, no regret. No regrets. I, I've learned from a lot of my situations, and that's really what boundaries is all about, is like setting good boundaries so you don't, and, and really the other half of the show is like setting yourself up for failure. So mm-hmm. we, you know, we can go into some stories where we've just set ourselves up to just fall apart. Oh, yeah. Many times. But the ultimate thing for me is the idea of like I'm, like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. So like when I go back and look at it, I'm like, man, I wish I had like said this that's really my biggest thing is like saying things yes i'm not a big physical yes. person because i'll lose every fight I, I mean i'm really not a physical person if you think about it, i'm all as of right now it's all talk it really <laughs> is because i don't talk. do anything i sit back and look back yeah i wish i would have you know punched him in the face but i didn't yeah I, i've been punched in the face plenty like not plenty of times once but like that's enough for most people it is i i i'd go back to that one too no, I wouldn't. I wish there was a Actually. way. What I want to do here, let me see if I can go to our Instagram. And see if you can watch live. And see if I can watch live. You probably can. And and then go back and see comments. Just in, Listen, I'm not saying people are watching, but if they It'd are. It would be interesting to see. There. I'd be interested to see. Yeah, we are. And we're no, we're... <laughs> There's two watchers. What's up? What is up, Instagram? We're so happy you're here. Um, it tells you who it is. Too. I know. It's, uh, what is that? Jaden? Wilson. Jaden Wilson. Hey. What's up? What's up, bro? How's it going? Jaden Wilson, Wilson the first, actually, it looks like. Yeah. So that, I guess there was a zero. There's a zeroth person. I don't know. I guess Jaden Wilson was, was taken. Oh, there's a good amount of lag on it, too. So, like, they're going to see it because, watch, my hand moved way up to my... Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah, just we're, got... We're, wow. Yeah, is, there's some crazy lag on that. Okay. That's crazy. Anyway. I, I'm probably not going to be able to watch that the whole time. Me neither. But, so. yeah. So, like... So, what I was saying is, like, going back and doing more, mm-hmm. I always find it funny because I get, in, I get in hot water more than I care to admit, and not necessarily for something I'm necessarily doing wrong. It's that I'm... People just don't vibe with me super hard all the time, so they get they get against me. Yeah. You know, we're fighting on opposing teams, except I'm not really fighting. You know, so they they win. They win pretty much every time because I don't I don't stand up for myself in high school. You know, Same. I, I let I, I let people walk all over me with words when I totally could have said something and that would have been true and they would have like been oh well that's yeah okay I'm the same. I let people walk over me words and uh, as you and apparently as talk, actually walk yeah. over you. I, I it's weird. I think 
that I'm a person that when I was growing up, I was, I was picked on when I was little, whatever. Oh, I, so, so I know that feeling. I know the feeling of being embarrassed plenty of times, tons of things. So I know all, all of the embarrassments, the regret, things like that. So I think I have, is it sympathy or empathy? I think it's empathy when you can put yourself in someone else's shoes and know what they're feeling. I think it's empathy. I don't know the difference because I'm not good at either. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I think I'm really good empathizing because I'll let people walk all over me or let them say what they want to say and not do anything back because I don't want them to feel how I felt before. Oh, Because okay. I know how crappy of a feeling it is to have been picked on or be embarrassed out of your mind or, you know, be in an awkward situation where people are yelling at you. Like, I don't want to yell at somebody and be put in that situation because I know, like, I curl up sometimes yeah, you know. a lot unless, you know, it's it's weird. I can fight with my friends, but if some rando comes up to me and starts screaming at me, I'm like, uh, 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 but, you know, my buddy Matt comes yeah. up, I'm like, I'll scream back real quick. Yeah, I could see I can see getting upset with, like, people you're comfortable with. Like, I, I can get in some major league spats with my own family and, and Ellie, for that matter, because I think there's a, a level of comfort with those people but it's almost if you think about the wrong people to be able to blow up right. at like that. you should be you should be more willing to blow up at a random stranger who did something to you than someone you're close to that did the exact same thing now I, now i've always been curious about this does that does that speak to our over concern nature of how people see us i think so yeah I because think that is. i don't necessarily feel like i have that as like a a built-in feature where I'm I'm super concerned what people think of me on a day-to-day basis. Like yeah. I'm, I'll pretty much say whatever I, I'm thinking. Yeah. But at the same time, I do still blow up at my family and and people who I'm closest with. Yeah, I think we're similar in that because whenever we took the enneagram, because I, I, yes. I still don't know what the numbers truly mean. What are you? Eight wing nine. Eight wing nine. Eight wing nine. He asked me the other day. That's the only reason yeah. I'm saying it. But um. Like, we don't care. So, like, I post on TikTok and I post on social media. I post things that, you know, all my guy friends are, like, making fun of me for. They're like, wow, that's so cringy and, you know, whatever. What, your workout stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, oh, who's going to watch that? It's whatever. It doesn't bother me. I don't care what other people think of me in terms of that. Sure. But when it comes to, like, social aspects where I'm treating somebody some way, that's when I care. I care okay. how somebody sees me. Like, if I'm talking at somebody and maybe I say, that uh, you know, a curse word in front of somebody, I shouldn't. That okay. bothers me that that person's looking at me as like I'm a delinquent or I, whatever. Whereas okay. if they were to just go to my Instagram and see that I do workout videos and they think it's funny or cringy, that doesn't bother me. I don't care because I don't do it for them. I don't care what they think about me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, does that make sense? It's like social interactions I sure. care about, but like things I'm willing to put out to the world or dress or whatever, I don't care. Like this podcast. Like exactly. you, you don't care about this podcast, so you know, why would why would anybody else care? <laughs> okay, yeah, I, don't, I really don't care. Because nobody's watching. Let me flip back over. I just want to see. No, we're, yep, we're one, one person left, and now there's only one person watching. Which would be us. <laughs> Which is actually, that is us. So, no hi, worries. us. What's up? <laughs> but no, so so boundaries. So, yeah. so the topic of the show today is boundaries. And I think that really, it touches on a lot of different parts of your life as, you know, just everything you do yeah like because what we're speaking about is like we set boundaries to make sure that other people aren't seeing parts of our lives to keep a professional rapport yeah or correct. you know we go through life um like with ellie like i have a, a set of boundaries and, and guardrails on my own life so that i do things to respect ellie and make sure that she is you know in my mind and in her mind being upheld as you know, this person that I adore and cherish. Do you have any specific things that come to mind or boundaries? Boundaries. I think, 
Um, I think there's social boundaries. Here, here's a really simple one is like I try not to, as much as humanly possible, have any one-on-one dates with girls. Uh, like yeah. any one-on-one, like face to face with oh, girls. Oh, okay, okay. That I, aren't my fiance. Gotcha. Okay, I thought you were kind of thinking, like going back, like you would never go on a one-on-one date. I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you, <laughs> no, yeah. not necessarily a date date, like a, like a like relationship if, date, like, like going you, out. If to you coffee. asked me to go get coffee, yeah, I would absolutely meet you in a heartbeat. Yeah, but just the other week, this girl that I don't know is a friend of a friend. She was wanting to get some, you know, insight into Sherwin-Williams, which is where I work. Yeah. So she wanted to get some insight into, you know, that whole world and what the culture is like and all that. And she was like, let's grab coffee. And I found every single excuse to get out of it. Yeah. One, I happened to be running late at work, so that was great. But I was able to just take a phone call and it ended up being great. Like we had a great time, great conversation. Yeah. But I'll, I'll happily take a phone call with you or like FaceTime or um, whatever, email, I'm probably not text, I don't know. But I try to try to avoid any one-on-one conversation. Where you could be put in a bad situation. Well, yeah, I trust myself uh-huh. a lot, but I also want to make sure that, like, I know I have the best intentions, but I don't know if everybody who I'm meeting has the best intentions. No, that, make, that makes complete sense. Because I not, I'm not saying I couldn't be taken advantage of, but I feel like, you know, it's never fair. It's once again, I'm setting myself up to fail if I'm going into situations without a plan, right? Like if I'm going to meet a girl that's not Ellie for coffee, I feel like that's just kind of setting myself up for failure. Like yeah, I'm, of there's room, especially because it's not an established relationship, really. Right. It's not somebody you're close to. It's not like it's a friend that you know even Ellie knows or you've hung yeah. out with before. And of um, course, like I've broken my own rule multiple times. When it's like it happenstance, we I bump into somebody and it's like one on one and it's like, but most of those times I try to keep it as public as possible. Like we're in a public place, everybody can see us. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to do anything nefarious, nefarious, nefarious. Uh, you're asking the wrong dude. I, I have a third grade vocabulary. Let so. us know out there. Um, I'm sorry. I'll look at this camera because nobody's watching Instagram. Let us know out there on the YouTube verse. Um, oh, great way. We're plugged. We're plugged on YouTube. So. Check we are plugged out. on YouTube. Yes, correct. We, we, this video will be when you're listening this, to it. This video will get more views than our live. Yes, which is fine. We're fine. That's fine. That's fine with me. It'll get maybe two views, and that's more than our live. So, I don't even think I don't even think my fiance is tuned in. Oh, oh, we got two. I think I think Jaden tuned back in. Welcome back. Or maybe it's just not updating. Either or, it either matter. either way, don't really. That's okay. First time for everything. We're just trying this out to see. I think how it we works. should do it every single time because yeah, it starts off slow, but I mean. Just I mean, getting posted live, it sends out the notification every time. You never um, know. One thing I kind of want to dive into, so you brought up boundaries with your wife or fiance. Fine. Yeah, fiance, so, soon-to-be wife. Yeah. Personal boundaries. Think about – so give me an example of like a personal boundary that you set for yourself so that way you don't set – wow, just, I'm going to say this again. Set. set yourself up for failure personally. doesn't yeah. involve anybody else. You just don't want to be put in this situation to hurt – like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, well, here's a kind of innocuous one that I think you could probably relate to, which is – gym so like setting yourself up so setting myself up for failure a great one today that i failed at is i i was in walmart earlier getting some stuff that elliot asked Mm -hmm. and i was looking at the clock and i was thinking like oh man if i get home like if i hurry through here and i get home i could squeeze in a workout yeah but i didn't like i didn't hurry but i don't know if it was like intentional or subconscious but i knew that if i didn't hurry i wouldn't 
have to work out today. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be forcing myself to work out today. So I didn't. And of course, it really comes off of a stint of I was supposed to work out. What is today? Wednesday? Wednesday. I was supposed to work out Monday. I didn't work out Monday. But okay. I was supposed to work out Tuesday. I didn't work out Tuesday. Also, we're taking care of my fiance's. Her mom's out of town, so we're taking care of her, her dog. Um, so her mom's house doesn't have a gym there. Do you know how to do push-ups? No, I do. I actually, okay, so it's funny uh, okay. you say that. So I was doing, I've been doing push-ups every day. I do 100 push-ups every day when I'm not working out. And it's great, but also like, you know, I'm not working out. You can only do so much, yeah. I used to, when I was little, my whole routine was all body weight. It was 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups. I would do like a plank for like 60 seconds. I would. You're do, like a one-punch man over there. When I was little, I did this religiously. Like I, I would always stick my feet in my, we had a sofa. Just like this, and I just stick my feet under. I do all my sit-ups. Right yeah. while my dad's watching TV, I do my push-ups. Um, well, you, I mean, you weren't trying to flex or anything. Yeah, not trying to flex. I was just a jacked Look, little I'm sixth jacked. grader. Because you were actually like pretty ripped, pretty young. That's uh, that's I, more than I could say about myself. Well, I was also, thin. Well, you we were talked ripped. about it earlier. I was skinny. I had skinny boy jeans. I would still, and you, I'll, I'll if, say, I'll say it on. Video I'll show right you now. photos later. I would rather have your body type than my body type right now, personally. I mean, you can have my body if you want. I would much rather have your body type. Hey, let's turn the show off. Honestly, you know, just don't, right. just don't tell Ellie. You know, <laughs> Ellie actually reached out to me after y'all had a oh, yeah? episode, and uh, she says she just had to step in. She felt it was necessary because we were getting too close. We're, oh, were we? So, with that said, Ellie, we're getting closer, whether you like it or not. So it sounded it sounded like my fiance slid into your DMs. Sounds like your fiance's a little jealous. You need to set your boundaries better, bro. <laughs> Set like, your boundaries sounds like better. she needs to set her boundaries <laughs> a little better. <laughs> yeah, my I, I don't know. I always find boundaries curious because I, I think going through life, we always try to put our best self forward. Of course. Like when we're in conversation, when we're in public, when we're when we're just going through the daily routines, like we're always trying to put ourselves in, in the best light that we can in just normal happenings. Yeah. And so in, a lot of times what we're saying about ourselves like oh hey what are you what are you doing now oh man i you know i i'm looking into getting this position like like you say the best things even though you know in the back of your mind like that's i actually didn't get that job interview but i'm going to say it anyway of course you know which just, is setting your up, yourself up for failure because later on it could come bite you in the butt it's going to come bite you in the butt i think that's where my i guess my personal boundaries that i've been working on a lot and it's still really tough is i am very used to putting all my eggs in one basket like being so yeah. reliant on one thing or falling really hard for one thing or, you know, being dedicated to one thing and expecting that to work out. So, like, yeah. for example, I have two examples that come to mind. Like one, UGA. When I was leaving. I remember. When I was yeah. leaving high school and I thought I was a shoe in for UGA. I was like, you know what? I, I've got a great GPA. You know, this, there's no way I'm not getting into UGA. I look hot. So, like, why would they deny me? Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, so I applied. And thank God for my mother telling me to just apply to KSU in case. For a backup plan, she'd pay for it. It takes no time. So I did that, of course. Well, let's not knock it. Let's not knock Kennesaw. Like, it, Kennesaw's no, great. Kennesaw is Kennesaw. great. You know, it's a great school, for sure. I miss Kennesaw. But I didn't get into UGA. And I I, I, I told all my friends, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into UGA. That's where I apply. That's where I plan on going. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be a bulldog. You know, all, yep. that, all that stuff. And it didn't happen. I I got de I got deferred because I did the early um application. Deferral came through, and I was like, okay, there's still a chance. So yeah. I kept telling people, hey, you know, I got deferred, but you know, it's probably because so many people applied. And but I'm going to get in. I'm going to UGA. I'm going to be a bulldog. 
deferral comes around and I find out at my baseball game, like I'm sitting in the dugout and I find out I didn't get in, you know, I, yeah. I tear up. I'm like, it was devastating because I was so <laughs> yeah, right. proud. No, I told true. all my friends, I told all my family, like, this is what I'm doing. Like I right. am doing UGA, whether they want to do me or not, <laughs> which they didn't. Well, of course not. D- so, does anybody? Exactly. So, so, so okay. KSU. So right off of that, mm-hmm. right there. So I, I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure to get the song right. But there's a song by 21 Pilots called We Don't Believe We Don't Believe What's on TV, right? We don't believe what's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds just like that. Thank exactly. You. That I just, you know, I'll do musical renditions all the time on the show. Mm-hmm. Granted, take it with a grain of salt, not very good. So, We Don't Believe What's on TV. Great song. If you don't know it, look it up. 21 Pilots. So, that was basically my freshman year. I loved I got into a 21 big 21 Pilots kick. So, whenever I'm in the car alone, I just like tune it up but this quote from the song really hits home which is what if my dream does not happen would i just change what i've told my friends and and that really oh, so like twist the story yes or also you people uh so like you blame it on something yeah so like you didn't get into uga you would say ah, I, n- I never i never wanted to go to uga that wasn't mine mine was ah they you know too or, many. or you blame it on them they're like nah they they, they messed up they exactly they, you know, People do that. One thing that comes to mind is like uh, basketball players or like athletes that are like really good, but like, oh, right. you, what happened? Like, did you go D one and stuff? It's like, oh no, I, you know, knee injury ruined my career. When actually they just that's didn't always go D1. the biggest thing with athletes. It's like yeah. I got I got injured. Yeah, I, I got, got injured. injured. You know, my shoulder was just it's just <sighs> messed up. You know, I was I was I was pumping ninety eight fastball. You know, but it's just tweaked. It's just tweaked. You know. Yeah. And then now I'm retiring on medical. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like I totally respect any athlete who actually gets injured and like has to stop. Oh, playing. for sure. That, that sucks. Yeah. Your passion. You have to stop doing your passion. I think that's terrible. But there's the flip side of that coin of all the people who just blame it. They're just changing what they t- tell their friends. It's like, did you go D1? No, I, you know, X reason prevented me. Yeah. So it's almost you need to set that boundary. You just need to be accountable. Hold yourself accountable. And that's and that's where the boundary comes in because we don't we don't ever because I was in the car earlier today and I was I was like. I was thinking about how I process what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll get on these existential, you know, kicks when I'm in the car. My radio is broken right now. So another 21 pilot song is uh frick. What's it called? Um, uh, somebody stole my car radio and now I just sit in silence. Ah. It's a really good song. So it's like, this song's basically just a joke song about how his radio got stolen. Yeah. And now he can't, listen to music to drown out life that he's thinking about see i've heard of 21 pilots i've just I'd, i'm sure if i heard a song i'd recognize it but radio oh hold on 21 pilots 21 pilots somebody stole my car radio now i just sit in silence it's, like it's, it's called car radio screamo. yeah car radio okay so it's literally just somebody stole my car radio and now i just sit in silence right there now I just sit in silence. So it really, it really drives home the fact like, so my, my radio is broken right now. I don't know what's going on. I think my battery has a problem, but I'm literally just sitting in silence, driving down the road, thinking about like how I operate and process what I'm supposed to be doing, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can feel my mind running through the list and thinking, hmm, how can I get out of the first four things on my list? Yeah. You know, so not even in a bad way, just like. I just don't want to do those right now. So there's, I actually watched a YouTube video recently, and it's this really famous guy. I think I don't know his name. I'm sure we could look it up if we wanted to, but he was a Navy SEAL, and they have this thing called Hell Week. And it's, Jocko Willens? No, no, I would, oh. I would know the name if I heard it, but 
he basically talked about you go through hell week. It's 130 hours. You get like two hours of sleep throughout this week. It's 130 hours. Oh my gosh. It's nonstop training, nonstop doing things. And one of the very first things they do is they go to the Pacific ocean and it's always freezing the Pacific ocean cold and they're doing their training. It's freezing. It's like middle of the night. And what always got him through and it was just a little trick that one of his buddies told him was don't think about the future in terms of, Oh man, I just got through one hour. I got 129 more of these to go. Right. you're, You're in pain. Oh yeah. If you start thinking about how much more you have to do that 129 more hours, you're not going to get through it. Your mind's going to freak out. You're going to give up. You're going to quit. Most likely what he says to do is just sit there and think in the moment. Yes, this sucks right now, but I'm dealing with it. Like right now it just sucks. Don't think about 129 more hours of this. Think about the Hmm. feeling right now. Yes, it sucks, but I'm living, I'm bearing it. I, I, I can do this 100%. So it's like you just said with the whole list thing. I'm trying to apply that to my life because I only watched this video like this week. Right. So I'm not, anytime I'm going to the gym, I'm not trying to think about, oh, I got to do squats next. Oh, I got to do, you know, quad extensions next and those suck or calves. Right. I'm thinking this pain sucks right now, but I'm getting through it. Okay. And it actually kind of helps. So you're living in the moment. So in pain, you live in the moment, but in happiness, you live in the future? Or are, are you just saying you live in the moment always? I don't know, actually. I don't know the answer. We'll circle back. <laughs> we'll circle back. I'll circle back to you. Yeah. Um, so the end of what I was saying, which is, you know, I'm in the car and I'm thinking about how I process that. What I realized is to get out of, and this is my hack. So you have your hack. My hack to get out of getting out of stuff is I say words out loud. So I say, so I'm thinking of something, I'm saying, I don't want to do that. I say, I don't want to do my homework. No, I don't want you're to do my going homework. to go work out right now. Like I say those words uh, out loud to myself. So you're not getting out of it. You're still doing it. Well, uh, no, I, I'm saying, so like in my mind, I'm trying to not do it. Like I'm trying to talk myself out of having to do it. But then I cut my mind off by verbally speaking, speaking out it. loud and saying, I know I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to work out right now. I like that. That's the only way I've been working out for a month now. Like every single day I want to get out of it, but I'll go like, no, you're going to go downstairs. You're going to go work out. You're going to go do this. Over the past couple of days, I've had exigent circumstances, which I'm blaming on something else. Of course, people might think you're a little nuts. if You're sitting there talking, yelling, I will work out. No, it's like, it's like, yes, I will. It's all those daily morning routines where it's like, they look in the mirror. You're so good. You're You're going to do good things today. It's going to be a (laughs) damn good day. It's going to be a good day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just a little creepy. Yes. But at the same time, it's, it's just a complete hack. Like if I'm thinking about something that I don't want to be thinking about, or like I'm thinking about bad memories of something that I messed up or like whatever, I just, I just go out loud. I'm like, that's in the past. Move on. Mm -hmm. So I just sit, just a quick little line, whatever it is, that might not be it in the moment, but quick little line about how that's done that's over move on you're a different person and then it's just like i don't know i found that the verbalness of it really pushes me over the edge i like that it kind of leads to my favorite quote shit happens that's it that's all you gotta say well honestly it happens with that quote let's take you right into the halftime show we'll be right back after this quick break from our future selves talking about what you can do to get access to more content see you on the other side What's up, everybody, and welcome to the halftime mini episode inside of the main man card episode. We're excited you're here because today we have a brand new sponsor for the show. 
just kidding. It's it's mancardpodcast.com. <laughs> it's the only thing uh, that we plug every show. Uh, Mitchell, tell us a little bit about this website that's you are, going on. Let me just start off. You are killing this halftime show. I, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't blow smoke up where nobody where the sun don't shine. Yeah, exactly nobody that. Sees. What right up saying? the fart chimney. The f- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get to it. Mancardpodcast.com. Okay, what can you do there? You can uh, watch all of our episodes. All the episodes. You can watch all the episodes. Um, you can go back on old episodes. Just you know, backtrack. Yeah. So if I want to see what we what we did before, I can see you, that. You can do it. It's there. Okay. It's crazy. It's eventually, 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 that lovely thing will probably be on there. Oh, you mean this little lovely drop of merch? <laughs> I love this. Yeah, that that okay. lovely that lovely merch. And then I think then, I think I saw you added. Uh, um, if you want to be uh, shouted out, you can uh, yeah. go on there and get shouted out. Just put in your uh, at or your name. Yeah. Or okay. Whatever have you, and then you know it has our email, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube links. YouTube you can watch links? our. You can watch our, watch our YouTube. Wait, on what did you you say something about a YouTube? Not a MeTube, a YouTube. We have a yeah. YouTube account. We have a YouTube. Okay, account. so so Crazy. all that is linked on the website. It's, I don't know. You tell me. It's all linked <laughs> on the website. So go check it out now. We're always updating the website with the newest episodes that are available. So uh, I don't want you to miss anything. You can go on there, subscribe, put your email in. Uh, and if we and when we ever send out any man card emails or like notices about stuff that's happening, you'll you'll be in the loop. You'll be in the know. You'll be in the tight-knit man card circle. So thank you for tuning in to this little mini man card episode inside of the main man card episode. Man card halftime show. We'll see you right back in the main sode. See ya. Welcome back to the show. I, I appreciate the energy you had in that halftime show. It was fantastic. Honestly, you might want to just go back and rewatch that middle part Honestly, again. Honestly, I don't even watch the rest of the show or listen to it. Just scrub backwards. Listen to that two-minute little aside blurp, we did. Yeah, yeah, a little blurp. Just on repeat. That's it. It was fantastic. But let's go ahead. You we'll had s- all the information, though. I'll tell you that. I'm not kidding. I, I think I dragged it on because I was trying to remember all the things you did. Really- <laughs> I really was. I, was- <laughs> I, did, I did put you on the spot. Yes. Yeah, which is fair. Which, which is, is fair. fair. But let's go ahead and go into topic number two or the second part of this. And something I am very familiar with, setting yourself up for failure and yes. how to avoid that. Do as I say, not as I do. I'm just saying do that right I now. Say. Do as I say, not as I do, because yes, uh, I'm about to be very contradicting myself. So uh, you kind of want to start off. You want to bring up Forrest Gump. Yes. I don't know why, but go right ahead. So, okay. So the, the only reason I wanted to bring up Forrest Gump, actually, there's multiple reasons. One, it's one of my favorite movies, along with Evans, who we had on last week. If you missed that episode... My best friend, Evans Elliott, was on the show. Check it out. It's a great show. Um, so I, I wouldn't want you to miss any of the great conversations we had there. Um, and, of course, yes, I'm sure comment about the vi- the audio. I'm sure it sucked. Yes, I'm sorry. We're fixing it. Hopefully this sounds better. Um, but Forrest Gump, one of our favorite movies. And in the movie, Forrest Gump goes through life with a, a level of reckless abandon. Not in the way that he's trying to fail at things. But he's, he's going at things with such a positive attitude. And, you know, of course, I get it that he, he has, he, you know, he's on the spectrum. I get that. I'm not factoring that into this. I'm saying he's going at life in such a positive way, in such, a, in such an authentic way that he's succeeding. You know, everything he's doing is, is pushing him further and further to success. Of course. Like he, he goes to China and is like a ping pong champion from the war, right? He just starts playing ping pong. 
watch the ball. You know, you get that scene. It's like you're just going. And kills it, yeah. And and I think I think Forrest Gump really goes into the idea of focus, right? You you put your mind to something and you do it. Like you like my my personal motto is all in or why bother, right? Like go all the way or why are you even trying? Makes sense. Like it doesn't like it's not worth your time if you're not putting in all the effort to get things done. And so that for me from Forrest Gump like really drives that point home so you're basically saying i mean if you're not going all in you're setting yourself up for failure it's yeah. basically is what mm-hmm. all that okay no i like that because if lot. you're gonna if you're gonna go halfway on something and i mean it can be anything it could be homework schoolwork whatever you're gonna get you're gonna reap what you sow and i don't mean man that we are throwing quotes out there like it's nothing boom bam boom Jesus. simile metaphor bah, bah. but no i don't mean that in like a an overly religious way i literally mean that in what you put out and what you do you're going to get back. Yeah. So if you're going through life, doing things halfway, not being super interested in what you do, like let's put it in perspective. Let's say you have just a, just a run of the mill. You work it. I don't know the gap. Right. And you are putting clothes out, making sure everything looks nice. You're merchandising, you're working the floor, helping people who want a size that you know, you don't have, you tell them you don't have it. And then they ask you to go look in the back anyway. And you come back a couple minutes later to pretend as if you looked and say, hey, we don't have the size. If you go at that job with just a level of charisma and energy that the job does not deserve, let's just be completely honest, yeah, does not deserve your, your high energy. But if you take it with high energy and go at it with the respect of a job that you wish you had, it's, it's going to come back on you. Managers are going to notice. You're going to get promoted to the floor manager. You're going to be setting schedules. Then you're going to become the manager of that of that outfitter, then you're going to go up. Maybe you'll work up to corporate or you can transfer over to another department, whatever. It really always comes back. And that's what I try to do. It's like my, I have an entry level job. It's, it's a run of the mill entry level job. So I could go about it as, you know, thinking super negatively and say, this is an entry level job. This is stupid. Well, you're already doing great with it. You're, I'm you're, having you're, fun. You, you signed up for this job and you're taking on roles and things that you did not sign up for. Because no. you're being a great sport about it and you enjoy it and you want to help out. Well, it helps. There's twofold. There's that, which I'm trying to go at it with a positive attitude. And I happen to have a boss who's in my corner. Like she's she's on my team. Mm-hmm. She, I came in and she she recognized that I was somebody who was ambitious and wanted to work hard. I don't know what she saw. I don't either. Me neither. <laughs> but I, I, I sure did trick her, that's for sure. Um, but no, she, she recognized that I had a drive and an ambition to go further and she was like, listen, I get that you're here. I want you to do a good job while you're here, but I want you to succeed. So take on extra things, do some do some good extra work, and build that resume, bolster it up. But and, don't, don't and, go over your hours. Don't go over your hours. Don't go over your hours, God forbid. Um, and and you will reap those rewards. And so I, I really think like with you know setting ourselves up for failure, that's kind of the other side of that coin, which is as much as we don't want to set ourselves up for failure – you want to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Like you want to go at it with a winning attitude, a winner's attitude. Yeah. When was the last time that you went at something and you were not all that jazzed about it? And you were like, oh shoot, I probably should have been. My past fail class that I'm currently failing. <laughs> all right. That's dive dive into it. I actually love this story because this is, <sighs> it's funny because it's, it's a story about you not only setting yourself up for failure. Oh yeah. But also, seeing kind of the light at the end of the tunnel how you can get through it manage those failures and come out positive in the end yeah so 
I'm a senior, well, a fifth year senior. I'm almost out. We're almost done. You almost got out. Almost. Yeah, we're so close. We're right. Like Come I said, on. it's right. It's like I can't grab it, but I can grab it. It's you're you're reaching through the bars, but you just yeah. can't reach like the keys yet. If I was like yet. six foot five, I'd be able to reach it, but I'm like you know six foot. So hey, whoa, 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 no reaching. You got to get there. You got to get exactly. legitimate. Okay. Don't want to pull muscle. Yeah. But so I'm taking three classes. One's an intro class, one senior design, and one's a pass fail class. For those of you that don't know what pass fail is, it's basically a class that doesn't count towards your GPA whatsoever. Nope. All you have to do is pass the class and you move on. You and, know, it, and passing is above what grade? Seventy. Okay. Well, some class. No, well, some classes it's sixty or above because sixty is considered a D in some cases. But this class specifically, seventy or above is. But passing. Mitchell, Mitchell does not want that D. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want that D. This is very rare, but he does not. No. Unless, never mind. Yeah, well, we'll talk um, about that later. So, I went into this. I have senioritis. I'm a fifth year. I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to be done. I hate tech, but I love tech. And I go into classes, and it's called Stars, Galaxy, and the Universe. So you're thinking, oh wow, kind of interesting, super easy. That's some Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, stuff. I'm just. They're going to hand us a picture book. I'm going to look at some stars, and you know, it's going to tell a little Dr. Seuss story. Not at all. Anyways, it's the physics behind it, so that's what is really getting me. So there's but, the rub. Exactly. It gets a little. They don't. Deep. They don't throw that in uh, in the title. Stars, galaxies, and the universe. You're thinking great, but in a little, yeah. s- a little at the bottom line, it's the physics of it. So screw you. <laughs> it's <laughs> just that's just the Georgia Tech disclaimer on every class. It really is. Just like assume. this class sounds interesting, but it's gonna wreck you. Yeah, it, it's not gonna be fun. So I go to lecture. You know, this is actually my only class that's in person. So I'm going to lecture. The guy's interesting. Okay. He loves his stars. Like, he is all for it. I'm, I pay attention to the slides. I've always been a decent student. So I go into this first test thinking, hmm, pass, fail. I just got to get a 70. I'm good. Like, yeah, I just, easy enough. Even a 65, you know, I'm not worried. So I'm going to go in this first test. I did not study. I maybe looked over my notes once because I took some notes. Yeah. And I go into this test. And holy tits destroys me so I, anyway long story short i finished what did you just i know i'm gonna put you on the spot oh, I, what did you get on the test what did you get on the first test take take a guess you already know okay i'm not gonna hmm. we can pretend that you're guessing oh uh, 61 no lower okay 44 <laughs> your boy your boy got a, we got we got a 44 on the first test and it's online, so you take this, and it's multiple choice, and you take this test, and it tells you what your score is immediately. Okay. So I, I submitted it. I was like, mm, like I, I like was out of breath. That's basically. that's the worst because it's a punch in the gut. I I like this is a I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, this you're is, fine. It's a fake theory that I have. It's not real. It doesn't exist. But it's the longer time between when you take a test, turn it in, and get it back. The answers, answers somehow in the cosmos have a way to, to change and shift to the correct answers. But I also feel like it's somehow it's the other way, too. Like, you, you, like oh, if they you get change. it back and it's like, yeah, cosmos for the Once boys. again, blaming it on external forces. Exactly. No, no, it, no was, accountability. it was too long. I got I, a bad grade because yeah, it was too long before it got it's hard, graded. hard class. <laughs> he didn't teach very well. Um, so 44. Freak out a little bit because I'm like, huh, pass, fail. Rightfully so. That's failing. <laughs> like, yeah. That is not – that's not even close. That's that's failing. Here's the line. Yeah. Down here. So also the other thing that was really discouraging was with Canvas, it tells you all the data from the test. So it tells you who – like what's the high, what's the low, right. what's the median, what where was the range of everybody. And I go back to my room and I just check that because you know what? I'm like, I'm not an idiot. There's no way I'm the dumbest kid in this class. I, I Someone else had to have done this. 
and I look at the low score, 44. But well, here, here's the thing is somebody else could have also gotten nope. a 44. Well, I thought that until I showed up to the next class and he shows the distribution and he shows the little, little graph and it says how many people got what grade. And there's one person that got a 44. <laughs> All the way and over it's really here. really dis- discouraging too because the next highest person was like a 68. So like the dude like 22 more points. See, that's the thing. Whenever I saw that in my class, I saw – all the normal people over here, and I say normal people like that come to actually Geniuses, take classes, yes. and then the athlete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is that football player in the class. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't judge that guy because yeah. he's his priority is not this class. It's to yeah. do well in sports, which is great. Please, tech, come on, tech football, win us some games. Basketball, one, win us some games, guys. Okay. Pre- yeah. Just do I'd that for us. It. But um, so I go in this next test and I study. I'm like, you know, what? I gotta put on my thinking cap i gotta you know pull up my pants and let's get this going yeah so i study not as hard as i can because still again in the back of my mind it's pass fail so how, i study how bad could you do exactly so i got a 75 the next test i'm like yo okay we're kind of killing it we're doing great i mean we're average fine. those together you're still in the yeah still failing, high 50s still failing range, but but we are not as failing and so the climax of it all we take our third test I don't even think I've told you this yet. Do you know oh, my no. third? Oh, God. yeah. So your boy beat his record. Let's go. We got a 40. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I see. So that that's where I set myself up for failure. Oh, gosh. And so this all relates back to I did better. I saw that I put in effort and I did 75 and I got arrogant and kind of cocky with it. I was like, you know what? It actually wasn't that bad. I put a little bit of effort in. So I put a little bit of effort into the third test, but of course the tests get harder progressively so, yeah, as they which do, which makes sense. So I, are they I did, cumulative? No, okay. thankfully, but they slowly get harder. And so I needed to study a little bit more than the last one, but I didn't. I'd studied a little bit less thinking like, okay, I'm in the clear. You now. know, you know the level you need. Yes. And I'm used to taking the test by now, but boy, oh my gosh. So 44, 75, 40 is what I'm saying. How many tests are in this class? Four. We take the next one Wednesday. Have you, have you talked to this professor? I have e- I emailed. I'm just quickly doing the math in my head. So actually, it's not as terrible. Well, he told me this. It's not as terrible as I think because I emailed him and I was like, I am freaking out. Like, I'm graduating. Yeah. Like, I, I need to graduate. Like, what do I need to do? I've done terrible on like two tests. And he sent me the whole, you know, calculations like, Mitchell, you're not actually doing as bad as you think. Blah, 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 blah. And you only said, need 110% on this next yeah, test. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so he, he did – he showed it to me. And basically so far, I think of it as a point system now. I have lost technically a total of 20 points off my grade. So yes. I am technically – if I get 100 on everything else, the final and this next test, I can get an 80, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is crazy to think. That is so crazy. So I, I can get an – no, hold on. I lied. Yep, I was about no, to no, say. No, 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 that's oh, right. That no, right. I can I can get an 80. Someone check me. I'm pretty sure, though, that's the case. Because 65 points worth of tests and homework have been allocated already, and I had 45% 45 points of it. I see what you're saying. So I've lost 20 points if I get 100 on everything else. Okay. Anyway, he seems to think it's not that bad. It's not – whatever, I have 10 points to lose. And he said, set up a meeting with him. I need to go – I'll probably meet with him either Friday or Monday before our next test. But, yeah, I'm failing big time. I set myself up for failure. <laughs> And your boy's failing, and graduation comes up, and I have, uh, I'm just, I'm a little, I'm a little worried, slightly. Yeah, it sounds like you're, you may have to do some begging. Yeah. So long story short, pass fail does not make it a 
It doesn't make the class the easier. No, it does. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. the class is the well, same difficulty. Like, the professor looks at it, he's like, oh, he's taking pass-fail. We'll give him the easy test. Send him the easy one. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay attention. Yeah. It's the same class. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've done the same thing where I've gotten to the position that I'm I'm in a class. And my, my mentality when I ever did classes was, oh, I'm graduated, so did classes. That past tense is killer. Um. But whenever I, I used to be in classes, oh, that still feels good. I'm sorry. I'm just going to revel it's in this for a second. pissing me off a little bit. Oh. Go on. <laughs> oh, just a deep sigh of, of relaxation. So whenever, whenever I was in class, what I would do is I would try to start a semester and stay as high, as, as close to a 100 as long as I could, right? Because it's always easier to lower a grade than it is to bump, bump it up. Makes sense. I think I've done the opposite. I think right. I've looked at it doing the bare minimum to feel comfortable. Right. So that's so that's what ends up happening is I'm doing I'm doing the most, right? As mm-hmm. long as I can and then I, and then it falls off inevitably. I can't do perfection the whole time. Um I wasn't even doing perfection in the beginning. I was, I was staying as close as I could to 100. And Me too right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's as close, close as, as I, I could get. get. <laughs> that's the best I could do. Um your professor's like, "Really?" And you're like, "Yes. Sir, yes, sir. That's the best I could do." So I try to stay as close to 100 as, as as best I can. But what ends up happening is I, I I get used to the effort that I'm putting in. I do the same thing. I get cocky. So I'm like, come on, this class is easy. I'm not taking into account all of the work that I'm putting in, either consciously or subconsciously, to the class. Yeah. So then, of course, I, you know, I, I, I would stop so i'd you know play some more video games be like oh you know i could study later that's fine and of course later means oh you want to go to cookout yeah 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 I'll, I, I don't have anything to do mm-hmm. so then you just keep doing something else to put it off because in your mind you've built up this i've got i've almost got a hundred yeah like of i'm course. i'm good so so then i would just you're sitting in delusion in a way exactly in both ways you're sitting in delusion because you got up and you're like now i know the bar so you had set the bar, and you're like, all I have to do is that bar. You do barely enough for that bar. Not even, yeah. And then you fail again. Yep. And I'm the same way, where it's like, I'm like, okay, I'm used to doing well. I, how could I do poorly? And then just, <laughs> and then you just do poorly. Then you just get a forty. And I think I think that really comes back and speaks to um, arrogant, arrogance, pride. You thinking, you always thinking that you are the best one there. Yeah. You know, which at tech, you you are significantly not oh, the smart yeah. person There's, there yeah it's crazy you have to be a certified genius like i wonder what it feels like to actually be the smartest person there be the valedictorian tech. could you imagine of your graduating class at i mean that Georgia would be tech? nuts that would like be who's nuts. who's that who's that guy or gal who's that person man have you seen the uh graduation video i think it, i don't know if it's a valedictorian but he like starts playing music in the background of his speech yes that dude i was, met him that dude is awesome that was Y'all got to go watch this Georgia Tech graduation speech. Um, he plays music. In the I background. can do that. I can do that speech. Yeah, it is hilarious and it's great nonetheless. It was the year. It was the year before I came in. In so, what? Well, never mind. Came into this world, baby. No, but it was the the year before I was a freshman at Tech. Yeah. So it was like, and, and it was funny. I came in as a summer freshman, as I've talked about before. I met that guy. I was in Publix for a late night food run with some of the guys on the floor of just the dorm. Yeah. And I was in there and I see a person, you know, it's, it's tech. So like, you know, it's, it's Atlanta. So you see people, it's like most of these people don't go to tech. And so 
I look across the the aisle and I see this person. I'm like, man, that person looks really familiar. I have a pretty I have a pretty good facial recognition level. So I look at this person. I'm like, oh, that seems familiar. I go around the aisle. I think about it, and I'm like, I think that's Nick. Like, I think that's the guy who did the video. I can. You can do that. You can guy. do that. Yeah. And so I ended up going up to him. I got a photo with him. That's neat. And but here's the problem. Here's the problem. I got a new phone. So I don't think I have those that old photo photos anymore. anymore. Man, you messed up. Which is a bummer. But I think it's on my Instagram. Which I will actually confirm right now. I'm curious. Might as well. Might as well check the following right Let's now. Let's check too. the gram, man. But um I had a somewhat similar thing, but this is kind of off topic, but you brought it up that you went around the corner and you just sat there and thought, like, how do I know this person? Because you recognize them. That's how the yeah, whole right. that's how the whole Kelly thing happened. When I went into that dentist appointment oh, or whatever, right. and I just little things. I, she somewhat looked familiar. She brought up Lifetime. She brought up boxing, and then I saw a bit of her tattoo, and I just remembered yeah. seeing a girl doing boxing and at Lifetime with a tattoo on her shoulder. Huh. Thought was attractive, and. I brought it up. I, I was definitely a swing in the dark because if I didn't, I'd just look creepy. Swing in the dark? But Dude, frankly, I do this all the time. It's shot in the dark. Oh, really? Yeah. Shot in the dark. Okay. Because I, because dude, I mix metaphors like crazy. Because that's, you just mixed a swing and a miss yeah. and a shot in the dark to a swing I in was the dark. Just, see, the thing was, we're throwing out all these, you know, motivational quotes. I figured just combine we, the we two. We nailed so them. We've been nailing them so yeah. far. Yeah. Honestly, I feel, what's it? Tony Robbins. Uh, Tony Robbins. I feel like I'm Tony Robbins right now. Tony Robbins, baby. You know who that is? Yeah, he's the motivational, uh, the like, you can do it guy. Yeah, really dark, really deep voice. Yeah. 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 Did you see his wife? His wife's, like, microscopic. The dude's, Ever. like, seven feet tall. Jesus. Yeah, and he sounds like he's seven feet tall, dude. Yeah, he's huge. But um, I, I, I can, I'm going to be completely honest. I've never listened to a full a full. Oh, anything. I can't either. I mean. It's a little mucho for me. It is. It, it's, it's like, I get it, dude. You make money telling other people that they can do it. You make money by telling other people that they can make money. Yesterday, you said tomorrow, so just do it. <laughs> What's the guy? Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Just do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that. I, I always find it funny how these like motivational speakers or these like, um, you know, rich people are famous or rich because they're rich and famous. Yes. Like they, the Ty Lopez. Yeah. He's only yeah. He got more rich because of because miss me here in my garage. Look, don't at, look at, at all these books. Uh, yeah, ignore, don't look at my Lamborghini. Ignore my two Lamborghinis. What I'm most proud of is my books. These books. This is come on, man. And then and but he but he like keeps the Lambos in the shot. He's like these yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lambos. Because knowledge, knowledge is what knowledge. got me oh. this 2020 V8. You know. State of the art Lamborghini. Lam- don't think about Lamborghini that. Lamborghini Huracan. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And I got like, about five more of these bookcases in my uh, in my bedroom. I'm like, what are you selling? Yeah. Like, are you selling? Are you He's, selling like a positive outlook on life? Because that's free. Well, he started, I think, the era of selling motivation. Yeah. I think so because if if I think of anybody, I think of either him or Tony Robbins that just go there and they sold broad, super broad ideas of motivation. Because think about it. You go in and you see these advertisements for people that yeah. want to, you know, push you to do better. They don't give you no any secret recipe to actually. They don't give you no secret they just recipe. You, exactly. They just make you feel bubbly inside <laughs> and good, like you can do something. Yeah. But like, if you want the details, I want to be a real estate, you know, millionaire. So I'm going to go buy this real estate motivation course. They don't sit there and tell you, okay, you need to go get your le- your exam. Make sure you take this class, spend this money, look into this, whatever. And, and they say, you can do it. If you believe yeah. you can be real estate, you can be a real estate broker. And I think it's good. It's good. 
it's a good outlook on life, but for people to to buy it, but like literally pay money to buy it, I think is foolish because what ends up happening is they're missing, like they say, hey, go do, you know, read a book. It's like, okay, I'm going to read a book on how to draw penises. It's like, yeah. that's not going to help you. Yeah. I just think, you know, being realistic about stuff too, like set, like we're saying in this whole podcast, like setting guardrails, not setting yourself up for failure. I think looking at it on the counter side, because they're taking it from the approach of if you're going through life and you are purposefully succeeding at everything you do, it's like, no, 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 no. Like you're not going into something trying to succeed. You're yeah. going into something trying not to fail. Mm-hmm. And when you do fail, inevitably, the the best way to come back from that is how you pick up your like how you come back from failure. What do you learn? One person you know? that says it really well, another motivational guy, and I'll try and do it quick because we're running out of time. Yeah. Hit us but, hit us with the closer. What so do you got? Jason Capital explains this perfectly. So for example, somebody that just wants to get in the gym and get the most shredded rip body. They oh my bad. A little closer. <clears throat> I just want to hear your beautiful voice. I got you. Um, they think of that process as a valley. So your motivation is up here. You are going to the gym. You go for a straight week, but then it starts going down because you start realizing how hard it is, how much it's hurting your body, how you don't really, it's not as great as you thought. Like you think, oh, it's going to be so easy. Or you see progress. True. But in this case, we'll just think about starting even a business. No, I'm saying you still go down. Yes. Yeah. You so you like, I'm starting to see progress and I'm like, yes. Oh, do I need to keep working out? Exactly. You know, you're right. I, I see where you're going with that, but it's a valley. And the thing is, you need to get past, so you're going down and you're realizing how hard it is, and you get to this bottom where you're like, wow, this is much worse than I expected. Like, I had all this excitement and enthusiasm that I was going to do it, but you get here, and this is what he says, everybody quits here. Everybody quits right around this area, but little do you know, you literally just, you take a little more step, it's a valley, and you go straight back up. It's literally just getting past the valley of failure, the Hmm. valley of um, misconception. The valley of death. The valley of death, exactly. I fear no evil. Yeah. I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. But that, I mean, that's my little spiel on it. He, I thought that he placed that perfectly because there's so many times that I've, you know, overthought the simplicity of things. I, and I really agree because it's like truly the the night is darkest just before the dawn. There's another one. Jesus, we are killing it. It's that's the dark night. All right, um, didn't even know. I'm not a DC fan. Marvel. Watch watch that movie. It's Christian. Come on, it's Christian Bale. Come on, Marvel. You know, I get it. I love Marvel. Marvel. Listen, I'm a sucker for series. Oh. Like Marvel. any series. We'll go into that. Listen, we're going to throw you right now. This is the end of the episode. You've made it. Congratulations. Go check out mancardpodcast.com. Email us, mancardpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We'll do a whole show about whatever you suggest. And uh, we just did an Instagram Live. So come check us out there as well. Like, comment, subscribe. Also, go over to iTunes Podcast because we're live there. We're like and, and everywhere. Go give us go give us a rating. I'm not gonna say what rating to give us. Five Just stars. give us a rating. Five stars. Five stars. Please, please. Give us a comment. Give us a rating. Five Our stars. audio just cut out, but five we're coming stars. back in. Five, five stars. stars, five stars. Give us a comment. We want to hear from you. We will see you on Friday for your weekly dose of man check. See you.